welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Fangirl. I'm your host, Addie, and today I'm very, very excited because we are talking about all things dystopian. And if you know me, you know that I love dystopian books, movies, all of it. I love Hunger Games. I love Divergent, Maze Runner, Shatter Me. Like, I just love all things dystopian. So I'm very excited to talk about it, like I said. And it's something that we've not really talked about on the podcast yet. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I asked you guys a bunch of questions and I'm really excited. Previously on Not Your Average Fangirl. TV shows, I'm still watching Young Sheldon. I just, same thing I've said every past week, I guess, recently. I just think it's so funny and I'm just enjoying it so much. So that's what I've been watching. I need to get back into Pretty Little Liars like desperately because I kind of stopped watching it. And I also need to watch Roswell, New Mexico. So if any of you guys have watched that, let me know because I'm not really sure about it. But I know a lot of people really like it. So I don't know. Let me know your thoughts if you think it's worth it because I have to watch it anyway. But like, should I be excited? I don't know. And then for movies, I haven't watched anything new. I talked about Mean Girls last week and I think honestly that was the last movie I watched. For music, I actually just redid my like day-to-day playlist. Like I have more niche playlists. I have my Taylor one and my Harry one and my One Direction one and all of those. But I have like one playlist that's just like all my top songs at this exact moment and it just really desperately needed a refresh so I did that and I've just been listening to it every day since I made it because it's literally perfect right now because it's all my top songs at this exact moment so I've been listening to that on repeat and moving on to books I just started rereading the inheritance games because I read it for the first time like back when it came out and to be honest I remember nothing about it so I'm getting back into it. I'm already really enjoying it, especially after reading The Natural series, which is by the same author, Jennifer Lynn Barnes. I love The Naturals so, so much. It's such a good world. I love the characters. I just love everything about it. And I can already see her writing kind of like peeking through in the Inheritance games. So I'm very pumped. I'm on page like 100 something, but I'll keep you guys updated next week. That's pretty much it for the previously on, kind of the same stuff I've been saying the last few weeks. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So first things first, I think I need to talk about like how I got into dystopian like books and movies and all of that. And I think to be honest, it's kind of just something I've always loved. Like I remember reading Hunger Games when I was younger and I remember watching the Hunger Games movies. I remember going to see them as they came out in theaters and I just loved them so, so much. In fifth grade, me and my friend actually did like one of our projects. You could do it off like a movie or something. I don't remember the details too much, but we chose Hunger Games and we recreated like one of the scenes so I've just kind of always been a dystopian fan. And I kind of talked about this on the week before last episode when I talked about books. But the book that kind of like got me back into reading and like I think it was 2020 or 2021 was Divergent. I read the Divergent books. I'd never read them before and just like really, really made me fall in love with reading again. So I've always been a fan of like Hunger Games, but really Divergent is kind of like what made me obsessed with dystopian books and movies and stuff again. So I feel like most of the credit goes there. You guys pretty much know, but I just want to say like all of the different dystopian books and movies I've seen or read. So obviously all of the Hunger Games, including the new one, all of the Maze Runners, all of Divergent. I've read all of Shatter Me. I read the Selection series pretty recently, actually. I think that might be it. Typically, I kind of go over some like main points of whatever the topic of the episode is, but I asked you guys questions on Instagram and you kind of all asked really, really good questions that covered pretty much all of the topics I would normally put first. So I'm just going to go straight into the Q&A section of the episode because there are a lot of questions and there are a lot of really good ones and there are a lot of really funny ones. So props to you guys. 
And as usual, if you don't follow me or Not Your Average Fangirl, it's notyouraveragefangirl.pod on Instagram and TikTok. And my accounts are addison.brianne. So if you want to participate in a future Q&A or have your question answered on the podcast, go check it out. But let's just get straight into it. So the first question I have is, which dystopian society would I choose to live in? I had to think about this one. And I personally feel like the one that I have the best chance of survival in is Divergent. Because in Hunger Games, you know, if you're in the games my chances of survival are significantly less and in the maze also significantly less. So I think I have the best chance of survival in Divergent. So I'm going to go with that one. (laughs) Next, we have favorite Hunger Games character. So obviously you guys know I love PETA, but at the end of the day, like Katniss is my number one. All of the credit goes to Katniss. She's like my number one female book character just in general, maybe. I love her so much. She's strong. She's like independent and that's also why I love PETA is because he doesn't try and hold her back or like he knows that he's not as strong as her and he respects that about her but I just think that like anytime I'm reading another book and the female character like isn't as strong as I want her to be or even if she is strong like I always compare the female character to Katniss I'm like oh I wish this character was more like Katniss or oh my god this character is so much like Katniss like I just feel like she's my like OG go-to book girl it's always going to be Katniss over the boys And I feel like we need to remember that. And obviously, you guys also asked about my favorite characters from the other two. So next, we have favorite Divergent character. And I feel like, honestly, my favorite character in Divergent is probably Four. I love him so much. I think he's such a good character. He's got good backstory. like, And he also doesn't hold Triss back. And I I respect that. And I just, I love him. I I think he's amazing. So probably him. And then we have favorite Maze Runner character. This is kind of hard for me because... I'm not like as passionate about Maze Runner as I am with the other two. So I'd probably say Thomas. He's probably my favorite, but I love a lot of the other side characters too, but I'd probably say Thomas. Okay. And you guys know I'm very passionate about book to movie adaptions. So someone asked what my favorite book to movie adaption was for dystopian movies. I think I have to go with Hunger Games. Catching Fire is probably like in my top movies of all time. I think it's so well done. And I think they really brought to life the book so perfectly. Like like any adaption, they're missing, you know, pieces of information and stuff. But I just think they did such a good job. When you're reading the book and then you're thinking of the movie, it's like that's exactly what I would picture, you know. And I think they just did a really great job bringing it to life and keeping all of the important information. And in general, even if you take the book aside, I think that it's just a really well-made movie. So probably Catching Fire. But like in general, Hunger Games. Plus, if I'm being honest, the Divergent movies aren't the best. Like the first one is pretty good, but Insurgent and Allegiant were definitely a little questionable. Like they're good, but in comparison to the book, I don't think they were as good. But I feel like Hunger Games really just kind of like perfectly captured what each book was like. All right. Next, we have favorite Hunger Games book. Kind of already said this, but Catching Fire is my personal favorite. Kind of the same concept as the first one, but we also get Finnick. And I mean, if Finnick alone isn't enough to make Catching Fire better, then I I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Moving on, we have favorite ship. So I I think I'd have to say Triss and Four. I love them so much. Like I said, I love Four so much. And as much as I love Peta and Katniss, I don't think that they have like the same passion that Four and Triss have. And Four and Peta both do an amazing job at like I was saying earlier not holding the girl back like they both kind of know that she is strong she can do her own thing like I don't need to babysit her you know like she's strong and independent and so for that reason both of them but but I like four and Triss's dynamic a little bit better than than Katniss and Peta if that makes sense 
And then, like I said, my favorite of the movies is Hunger Games, but my favorite book is a different story. If you remember, I was just talking about how Divergence kind of like what got me back into reading again in 2020. And so I feel like I just have a different relationship with that book. Like it's just a little bit more like meaningful to me just because like it was the book that kind of made me fall in love with reading again. So I'd have to say Divergent, but I love them all. Okay, I love them all. Next up, for the first time in a while, we actually got a new dystopian movie and it was in the Hunger Games franchise. So if you went to see A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes when it came out, like I did, let's talk about it. So someone asked if I liked A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. My answer is yes. I think it was so good. It really like made you feel like you were back like watching the Hunger Games again for the first time. And it's like to be able to recreate that feeling, like I swear I had goosebumps like half of the movie. But I do want to mention like the book I don't think is as good. And I think that the movie could have also been not as good. But let me explain. So in the book, the thing that I noticed that makes it not as good is the fact that like there's not the normal plot points. Like in a normal book, you like have like the build up and and then you have the climax and then you have like the the falling action or whatever, like all the plot points. You guys know them. You guys go to school, you know them. But in A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, you don't really like have that because it's like Snow and Lucy Graybeard, they meet, she goes to her games, like it's all that thing. And then afterward, there's like a whole other like storyline that happens, but there's no like specific like height of it. Like I feel like it just doesn't hit those normal plot points. And so when you're reading the book, it kind of just feels like like it's flat, you know, like does that make sense? Like, it's just, it feels flat. But in the movie, I feel like they did just such a good job. And it just also recreated that feeling that you get from watching The Hunger Games for the first time. And so it kind of made up for it. And also, it was just a really beautifully made movie. So that helped. But my final answer is that, yes, I liked the movie. But I don't think that the book is the best. And then someone asked, do I prefer PETA or do I prefer 4? I don't know. Ugh, I feel like it's so hard. Like, every time I convince myself, I'm like, definitely 4. And then I'm like, no, but PETA. I can't forget about PETA. But like four. But also PETA is like, you know, like hmm, he's PETA. But then like four is, well, he's four. I don't know, guys. It's too hard. Okay. Like I've loved PETA for so long. But also four is just like so four. Like he's just so four. He's just, if you get what I'm saying, you get what I'm saying. And if you don't get what I'm saying, I'm sorry. But like that's 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 the best I've got for you. I can't pick right now, okay? Maybe one day I'll be able to, but today is not the day. And then we already kind of touched on this, and you guys probably already know my answer because I talked about this in, like, my book episode, but someone said books or movies just kind of in general. Do I prefer the dystopian books or do I prefer the dystopian movies? And I'm always going to say the books because as much as I love The Hunger Games, I prefer getting to know what's going on in Katniss's head, and I prefer getting to know what is going on in Triss's head. Like, I just... I think you you miss out on so much with the movies, as good as they are. I like to know what they're thinking, you know? All right, and then we got another funny one. Someone asked, would I have survived the maze? I Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I'm like, looking at the bigger picture, like, I'm only, I'm 5'2", so I'm really small, and with the maze, like, you know, you see Thomas, like, sliding through small spaces. Like, in that sense, I think I'd have a pretty good chance, and I'm pretty fast, you know, like, if I'm running full speed, even though I'm tiny. And I can I can slip under doors and stuff like Thomas, but but also like, am I capable of that? I don't know. I feel like it's maybe you know like I think that there w- I would have a pretty good chance like you know I might survive, but also like if something goes wrong or you know like the goo that comes off of like the the what are what are they called like the scorpion things I can't think of what they're called like the machines that have like that goop all over them. If that touched me, if I got that goop on my hand, I would I would die on the spot. So like 
would I survive like the running and like that part of the maze? I think so. But if I came across one of those things, absolutely not. No. And like not even that I couldn't like escape it, but like if that thing got near me, that would be it. It would be over. I feel like my final answer is maybe, you know? And then we did PETA or four, but we have yet to do PETA or Finnick. I think I've got to go with PETA, but I love Finnick so, so much. I think he's such a great character and he deserved better. So I have to say PETA because he's the OG, but I do love Finnick so, so much. And then someone asked if I could bring back one character, who would it be? And so I was trying to think of all the characters that died. And on one note, I would probably say in the Divergent books, if you didn't know this, if you haven't read the books, at the end of Allegiant, which is the third one, Triss actually dies. And I would say for the books, I would bring back Triss because like her and four not ending up together was just like so heartbreaking for me. I think I was like 13 or four. I was, I was like 13 or 14, but like that was so heartbreaking for me because I loved them as a couple so much and I loved four so much. So Triss dying like screwed me up. I was so upset. And then when I watched the movie and she didn't die, I was like, <gasps> like, thank you because I just I hated her death so much like it made sense you know sacrificing herself but I would probably bring her back in the books and then for the movies I I feel like the top two that people are gonna think of is probably Finnick and Newt and while I love Newt I I don't think I'm obsessed with his character as much as everyone else is like he's cute and he's you know he's good but I'm more of a Dylan O'Brien kind of gal so I'm looking at Thomas the whole time but for me that makes the answer Finnick Plus, I, I really think that he deserved to live happily ever after with Annie. So I would say Finnick. And I was telling you guys why I love Katniss so much. So the next question is a dystopian pet peeve. So I have to say when the female main character is weak, not that there really like are that many. I feel like even thinking of books like Juliet is pretty strong. Triss is really strong. Katniss is really strong. But Sometimes I'll be reading like a fantasy kind of dystopian book and, and the, the main female character will be weak and it literally drives me insane. I'm going to bring up Fourth Wing as an example, even though it's technically fantasy, because the fact that Violet is just like randomly like weak and frail and she can't harness her power literally makes me want to bang my head against a wall. Like it's so annoying. Why can't she be strong? Like I get if she needs to have like some little bumps, some rocky moments. She's having trouble harnessing her lightning, It's but it's really powerful. But it's like, why is she just like, why are her bones like easily breakable with no explanation? Like she has some kind of disease, like explain it to me. When I'm reading a dystopian book or like an action book, I want the girl to be a baddie, which is an excuse for me to bring up Powerless by Lauren Roberts. Oh my God, I read that. Did I talk about that last week? I think I finished it. I think I finished it after last week's episode. Oh my God, guys, I can't believe I forgot to talk about Powerless. Sorry, I was talking really fast. I do that sometimes. But I read Powerless by Lauren Roberts, which is like all over TikTok right now. The obsession I have, it's so good. The characters, the female main character in Powerless, her name's Peyton. She's a baddie. She's what I look for. She reminds me of Katniss. Like, that's the kind of character that I want, you know? And Violet is still pretty strong considering, but like, getting back on track, my pet peeve is when the female main character is just like not strong or like she's randomly weak or I don't know. I just, I want her to be a baddie. Okay, I was really excited about this one. Someone asked, if I were in Divergent, what faction would I be? And so naturally, I went on Google and I searched up Divergent faction tests so that I could see what faction I'd be in. And I took it. And I think like my answers were kind of all over the place, but I guess in the majority of them were Dauntless. So that is what I got. I, apparently, I would be in Dauntless, which I guess ups my chances of surviving the maze. But I think it's just because I'm a very confrontational person. And I guess that's mostly Dauntless. But that's where I would be. 
let me know what faction you guys are in if you go take the test or just if you can tell off the top of your head because I couldn't think of myself and try and figure out what one I would be in. I was like, I need to go take a little quiz or something. Like, there's no way I'd figure that out. So let me know what faction you're in. Of course, we couldn't get through this episode without a Kiss, Mary Kill. So we have Kiss, Mary Kill with Finnick, Four, and Thomas. See, this is like when I don't think things through and I'm like, actually though, like, what am I going to do? Kiss, Mary Kill, Thomas, Finnick, Four. Obviously, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to marry Four. You guys know that he's my favorite, so I'm going to marry Four. That leaves Finnick and Thomas. No way. Kiss them both. I can't kill them. All right, this is kind of off topic, but some like I'm just incapable of choosing between two characters I really love. Like sometimes I'll post videos and people will comment and they'll be like, oh, this character, this character. And I literally like I don't have an answer. Like I could not tell you which character I like more. Like no matter how hard I think about it, I just have no answer. So I'm going to marry four and I'm going to kiss Finnick and I'm going to kiss Thomas. That's my final answer. Thanks. Next, this question is such an obvious answer for me, but someone said Peta or Gail obviously Peta. hello like okay even if you take the whole like prim reaper thing out of it i'm still picking Peta over gail like the whole concept of gail's character is just like so annoying to me he's like extremely hated on and i'm gonna be honest last time i rewatched all the hunger games movie i was like okay he's not that bad like do i hate him yes but is he like the worst thing on the planet no and i'm not saying he doesn't deserve hate but i don't think he's like as horrific as we crack him up to be sometimes but I still very strongly dislike him and I'm definitely picking PETA. You know how I was saying like PETA and four, you know, like they don't hold their girls back. Like PETA does not hold Katniss back. He knows that she's strong. Like I was saying, and four knows that Triss can hold her own. Gail does not know that Katniss can hold her own. Gail thinks that Katniss needs to like be protected and be saved. And she's a damsel in distress. Like, no, babe, no, she's not. Give her her space. I could talk about my issues with him all day. But we don't have all day, so I'm going to continue on. This one, I feel like we always get just, like, one really funny response in these Q&As. And this is the one for this time. Actually, there's two. The first one, though, this was, like, in quotations with no other comment. We just have Finnick O'Dare drinking water from the tree with a period. That's it. Need we say anything else? I don't think so. And then someone asked if I preferred Thomas or New, and I was kind of already talking about this. I prefer Thomas, and that's pretty much it. I kind of talked about it earlier. But next we have, have I read the selection? I have. I read the first three books, and I I enjoyed it. Like, I, I finished it really quickly, I think. Like, all of them. I kind of, like, blew through them. But America is no Katniss. America is no Katniss at all. The amount of times that she questions herself makes me literally so insane. Like, I almost DNF'd the series because I was like, I cannot stand her saying, oh, but does Max love me? One more time. Like I said, my biggest pet peeve. So, America, definitely one of my least favorite dystopian female characters. But it was enjoyable, you know, like, if you want to get that dystopian feeling again, it'll definitely do that for you. But it was like a three out of five star for me and i know there's two more books after the main three that's like i think it's their kid or something i don't know they're not on kindle unlimited so i didn't read them because i was reading it on my kindle okay next we have do i like Teresa and maze runner absolutely not i just rewatched maze runner like last week and me and my mom like just constantly talking about how much we did not like her like she would come on screen and we'd literally be like get out of here and kind of on the same note someone said Teresa or brenda i'm gonna say brenda she annoyed me in the second movie which was like the first one she showed up in but in the third one i liked her a lot more and frankly i would have been a lot happier with her and thomas ending up together than Teresa and thomas because 
Teresa just made me so mad. Right, and going back to the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, someone asked, do I think that Lucy Gray Baird lived? And I personally, I think that she did. I think that like with the song getting passed on and stuff, I think most of the facts kind of add up to her definitely having lived. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw someone say, I haven't I haven't rewatched the movie since it came out, but I saw someone say that in the end when Snow is like running around the forest like with his gun and stuff, that when it shows the flash of Lucy Gray running by, she was wearing the rainbow dress that she wore for the games, which obviously at the time she wasn't wearing. So if that is true, if anyone knows, then I definitely think that means that Snow was hallucinating and that she definitely escaped long before he ran outside and started looking for her. But either way, I, th- I think that she lived personally. And lastly, the other funny one I was talking about, someone said, I, I don't even know where this came from, but someone said, my friend thinks four is hot, so I slapped her. Am I wrong? If you slapped her because you don't think that four is hot, yes. But also like, pause, you slapped her? what um that's all i have to say so that is all the questions that you guys had for me about dystopian related things let me know if you guys want me to talk a little bit more about more dystopian things like i could probably do individual episodes on hunger games i could do an episode on divergent i could do an episode on mage runner alone so if you want a more focused in episode like that let me know because i would be happy to do it But I hope you guys enjoyed listening to me talk about all things dystopian. I had a lot of fun and I think that's it. So I will I will see you all next week. Bye.